This encore program for Fire on the Earth was chosen based on the request from many listeners. Ave Maria Radio and Renewal Ministries presents Fire on the Earth, a compelling look at the new evangelization through inspiring teachings, interviews, and testimonies. Welcome, friends. We're going to continue to talk about the beautiful promise, the life-transforming promise that Jesus gives us that he, he, in his words in John chapter 14 of the gospel, in the context of the Last Supper discourse where Jesus is speaking so dramatically to the apostles in that moment of unique moment when they're facing and seeing the reality about what's going to unfold, the crucifixion of our Lord, a revelation of the apostles of their own fears, and you're going to see division scattering, denial, betrayal, the overwhelming suffering of Christ, and their whole life gets turned on its head. It's initially, for them, the experience of the worst nightmare they could think of. And Jesus is preparing them for it, like a gigantic storm they're going to be going through. It's going to touch them at every part of their being and life, They're going to feel like they've lost control, everything they hoped for, the whole vision of where they thought they were going, all the hope they had, if for at least momentarily, for a period of time, it's just going to disappear. And Jesus called it the hour of darkness because it was what looked like a momentary victory of the kingdom of darkness, of Satan and his demons. But we know, in hindsight, it was just the opposite. Jesus was drawing the enemy in to deal him a death blow from which he will never recover. The apostles couldn't see that. So what did they have to lean on? What got them through it? What got them through it, in part, was the very thing Jesus gave them at the Last Supper. In that Last Supper discourse, he said things like, Remember, my peace I give you. Not as the world gives peace, I'm giving you my peace. So don't let your hearts be troubled. Understand, brothers, in this world, you're going to have tribulation, shaking, trouble, difficulty. It's going to make you feel out of control. It's going to scare you and frighten you initially. But don't be afraid. Well, Lord, how... Why, how, what are we supposed to do? How can we not be afraid? You don't have to be afraid, Jesus said, because I've overcome the world. The powers of this world have been ultimately subdued by the power in the person of Jesus Christ. The worst powers that have been released in this world through the kingdom of darkness and the greatest power that was released is the power of death itself and the horrors of different ways of dying and suffering and all that, right? But Jesus conquered it all. He swallowed up death in victory. He took away the sting of death, the permanence of death. Part of the sting of death is what What good was life? Everything, everything got taken away. I'm separated from all my loved ones and I'm ripped apart from all that I put my hand to and all that I, everything goes away. And I fade into darkness and I become food for worms. That's the deepest terror in the human heart. The meaninglessness, the 
the drumbeat really of death itself and people fighting it, fighting against it, staving it off with everything we've got. And Jesus said, don't worry. Death was your enemy, but I've tamed it. I've changed it. I've transformed it. I've overcome it. All of it, the darkness, the eternal death will be no more for all those who follow me, all those who love me, all those who obey me, all those who are baptized by water and the Spirit and become part of my family, the family my father's established and the family I'm bringing about through the power of my Holy Spirit. In this world you'll have tribulation, he said, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. You know, Cardinal Cantola Mesa, last year I think it was when he's speaking to the Curia in Rome, the Pope and his collaborators, the cardinals that work most closely with him and I think some of their staff, and he was giving them the Advent and Lenten reflections. And I, at the beginning of one of them, he, he called the times we're living through like a great tribulation we're passing through. He's right. These are difficult times, times of great shaking. Everything's been shaken. It's going to continue to shake because God's purposes are actually being revealed in the shaking. One of those purposes is for each of us who are baptized into Christ to get a real look at where we actually are. What is the foundation that we're standing on? What is it we're leaning into? Where 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 are we surrendering the heart? Where's my heart and mind? What is it really settling into? Where am I seeking to find comfort, security, safety, identity, you know, prosperity, strength, favor. Where am I looking to find all that? Are my loves rightly ordered? Is God really first in my life? Is he the pearl of great price? Am I willing and have I made the decision? The, two, the parables of Jesus, right? The parable of the treasure hidden in the field. The man who comes upon, a rich man who comes upon a treasure and he's overwhelmed by its beauty and power and he he desires that treasure. He's never seen anything so beautiful in all his life. He's willing to give everything for it. So what does he do? He takes the treasure, hides it somewhere else in the field, and then he takes what he has and he buys the field because he wants the treasure. Are we trying to possess the treasures of the world and some dimension of the treasures of the kingdom at the same time? Or do we have them in the same place or do we have the, the things of the world in the first place? So times of shaking like this, when the things of the world feel vulnerable, it tells us how much we're relying on it. What does it do to you that these realities are shaken, that our financial situation is shaking, that our political situation is shaking, cultural situation is shaking? So many of our cities are being poorly governed and crime is increasing. And it's like people want to sleep with one eye open at night and double lock their doors. They're concerned. There's an epidemic of fear in the country. So how much of these circumstances, which are objectively real, how much of these circumstances dictate to us our experience of life? What is it doing to your heart? Because Jesus always drills down to the heart level. 
Is your heart troubled? Okay, if it is. Is it fear? Is it anxiety? Is it depression? Anger? Bitterness? What's, what's happening? Jesus wants us to take a look at this moment and see in this moment, this time of testing, an amazing opportunity, a time of assessment where we can honestly say before God, we can talk to God about where we are. We can be honest. Lord, Jesus, I I hear your word. I I see your plan. But I mean, I want to be honest. I'm filled with a lot of fear every day, anxiety and frustration. I'm angry, angry at leaders, political leaders, religious leaders, you know, you name it. Lord, I don't want to live that way. Help me. And that's right where he wants you to be, to be able to say, Lord, please, I want to walk in your footsteps. I want to receive your promises. I want to believe and trust in you. And I ask your forgiveness for not trusting you, not surrendering to you. How little I've pursued you, Lord. How little I've I've sought to align my heart with your leadership and to put my full trust in you. I confess, Lord, I, I am clinging to things in this world that I, I love so much I can't imagine being without the comforts I have, the status I have in society, whatever. Lord, I want to place all of it at your feet. I want to start living at a deeper level in the fullness of the presence of the Spirit in my life according to the purpose with which you have given me the gift of the Spirit, new birth, in your church, in your people. I want your priorities to be my priorities. I want to learn how to just absolutely trust your leadership, to have the eternal perspective that you live with. And you've told us, and your word tells us, life's short, it's a breath, it's a passing shadow. St. Paul said, I've learned how to be abased. I know how to abound. I know how to have much, and I know how to have next to nothing. And I learned the secret of how to be content in him who's the source of my strength. I have strength for everything, for everything in every circumstance. That's the path, friends, that Jesus, that in this life, in this stress, in this struggle, that's the goal that's in the midst of this trial. For those who bear his name, for those who are baptized into Jesus, that they come into the fullness of what they can have in this life, the fullness of freedom, to be a child of God, to live like a child of God, to be free from the slavish chains of the pressure and the expectation of this fallen world that says you're only going to be happy if you have this size bank account, you live in this neighborhood, you have these friends You're experiencing this much success. You have this level of health. The devil wants to fill us full of fear. These things are slipping through our hands. They're not safe. They're not, I mean, they're not secure and we may be losing them. 
So he wants us to get preoccupied with it so a whole set of things can happen. Number one, we get angry with God. We get offended at God. Like, why are you letting this happen? How come you're not blessing my life? If you love me, why would you let any of this happen to me? I don't like your plan. I don't like the way this stuff is unfolding. I want it to go back to the way it was. That's a very important thing to be able to see about ourselves if it's happening in us. Because what that reveals is that we're putting our trust someplace else. We're still living from the flesh. We're not dead to ourselves. We're not really, we haven't actually come into the kind of knowledge and trust that God wants to give us that the saints tell us about, St. Paul was telling us about there and the quote I just gave. Their whole outlook, their whole mind changed. They got a renewed mind because they saw something they never understood and they saw something that helped them see, wow, I am overvaluing all these other things that are temporary and they really don't satisfy my heart. And I'm just beginning to see the pearl of great price. I'm just beginning to see and behold the treasure that's hidden in the field. The treasure that I've been given. Lord, I want you and you alone. This is the hard cry of the Holy Spirit within us. God bless you, friends. Have a good day. Each program of Fire on the Earth with Peter Herbeck can be downloaded at AveMariaRadio.net and RenewalMinistries.net. Fire on the Earth is a production of Ave Maria Radio. Friends, I'd like to offer you my new booklet, Receiving Fire. Jesus said, I have come to cast fire on the earth. Would that it were already ablaze. That fire is the purifying love that burns in the heart of Jesus. A fire of grace for those who receive it, but a fire of judgment for those who refuse it. If you'd like a copy of this free booklet, call 1-800-282-4789 or contact us on the web at renewalministries.net slash FOE. That's renewalministries.net slash FOE.